Blah, y'all already know what it is. Your boy Yako, what it do? The outlet to reality, the oldest podcast in Vegas and Chicago. What up? This is the place where you want to have from your drama or maybe have from your baby mama. <laughs> Just kidding. But, anyways, fans, thank you for staying tuned. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Cha-ching! And today we have a very special guest. One of my good brothers, my Caruso, my tour study partner, when it comes down to Talmud. Give it up for my brother, Noah. What's up, man? Yo, what's up, my dude? How's it going, brother? Going good, man. I I'm so happy you're here, brother. It was so hard to get you because you be performing too much, you know, so I, I had to find a way oh, to, to squeeze you <laughs> in my schedule. You know what I'm <laughs> Flatter me, bro. Uh, oh man, it's from the heart. It's from the heart. <laughs> but look, brother, I, I gotta say this so so my fans know a little bit. So I met Noah actually. Um, there was a message I got through Facebook, and it was like a indirect message, and it was from this girl named Tilly. Nice woman, by the way. She messaged me that there's an event at the Moisha house. And I'm like, what, what is this a scam effort? Cause I'm like, I don't know this person. I wasn't sure. So I call up one of my boys who one of the sons rabbi, uh, Hemi wine, who's the son oh, of the yeah. rabbi. And I asked him, Hey man, check this flyer. Is this real? Like, is this real? Like, uh, like this is really happening. Cause I don't want to go. And then, you don't see me ever again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, <they took, laughs> and, and he started laughing. He's like, no, no, bro, it's, it's real. Here, I'll let you know it's real because I'm going. I'm like, cool. If the rabbi's son says good, I'm going to go. So I go there, and I, I knock the door, and I hear they say, hey, hey, come in, come in. So I open, you know, like a scary movie. And it, it was like, man, it's a bunch of young people. I'm like, okay, all right. You know, they offered me, um, you know, drinks, Modelo. We had a good time. And I I, I love, you know, the family. Like, um, everyone's young, like, within their 20s. I'm probably, like, the yeah. oldest because I'm, I'm 30. But, you know, I, I blend in. And it was so cool because me and Noah, I feel like we clicked when we were outside. It was just me, Noah, and Eli. We were just talking about life, relationships, and I, I felt like from there, I was like, these are my brothers. And that yeah. that was my experience. But what about you, brother? No. So my first time meeting you. So which event was that? That was like their like our opening, like our opening house event. That was like one of our first events that we did. And uh first time meeting Yako coming into the Moish house was awesome so i was standing sitting outside with my buddy ellie a couple other guys and this guy yako walks out brings out some modellos and he's like yo what's up my dudes as he did in the intro just like that and we're like oh this guy's cool for sure let's go and uh we just like clicked instantly yeah just talking about like judaism like right off the bat talking about where we're from uh talking about relationships a little bit which was really interesting and fun and yeah, and like just from there, it's like you just kept showing up to events and we just kept inviting you. We went out to go get food a couple of times outside of that. You know, now we're starting to do Torah study with some of the rabbis here in town together too. So it's just like, it's been a real blessing and honor just to like bring you into our lives and just, to, I don't know, man, just, just have you around. You're such a cool dude and real wholesome guy. And I don't know, I love having you around, man. It's, it's, it's a good time. I love it. 
Thank you, bro. Thank you. That was real nice. Yeah. And I got to say, like, I feel like what I was looking for here in Vegas was like young, I would say like brotherhood, like um, mm -hmm. people I can, you know, grow with and to relate. Because I usually in Jewish communities, you mostly meet like older people. And I try to go, you know, I want to meet more people my age. And I felt like I found it. And I think it's a beautiful thing you have. And brother, can you share a little bit on how you got involved with the Moisha uh, house? Like how how did it like you got became a part of it? So it kind of happened by accident. Um, well, semi by accident, I would say. Uh, so one of my fraternity brothers, he knows the national director of expansion for Moisha House. And he's opening, he opened up a Moisha house in St. Louis because that's where he's going to school. Um, and he knew that I was trying to move out of my parents' house. And so he had me contact the uh, director of expansion, the national director of expansion for Moisha house. He gave me the guy's number. I didn't reach out to him for like a few weeks. And then finally I get a phone call from some out of state number. I had no idea who it was. Left me a message and said, hi, my name is. Joshua Goldberg, National Director of Moisha House, and I want to talk to you about opening a Moisha House in Vegas. And I called him back immediately and just started conversations about, you know, what it would look like to have a Moisha House in Vegas. Is it even possible to have a Moisha House in Vegas? And what I explained to him was exactly what you just said, too, was like, here in Las Vegas, there's a lot of older Jews and a lot of young families, but there's not like a lot of programming for the young Jewish community that is here. And there is a sizable young Jewish community here. I would say young, like between 21 and you know 35. And so the only other uh, group that does young Jewish stuff is uh, the young Jewish professionals organization through one of the local Chabad's, but that's kind of it. And they only do events, you know, once, once a month, if that, so I wanted to do something more frequent and incorporate, you know, more of the young Jewish community here um, doing programming. So that was kind of the the ethos behind, I guess you could say, behind wanting to start it to begin with. And then just being reached out to by this guy and getting his number anyways to get it, you know, together and to, uh, you know, to build this community was just kind of Hashem saying, like, you got to do this. <laughs> you know, my little my little mission from Hashem, I guess. Uh so yeah, I talked to him and it was several iterations of like figuring out who's going to be in the house, uh, emails back and forth, uh, sometimes like weeks and weeks of like without communication. I was like, uh, there was at some point I was like, man, I don't think this is going to even happen. Um, but I really wanted it to because A, I really wanted to move out of my parents' house and B, like, I just wanted to, I wanted a spot where like all of my, my, all my friends and all my fraternity brothers like who have now graduated so we can all just like kind of hang out and meet new people but then finally it just, just the dots started connecting excuse me the dots started connecting and one thing led to another one thing led to another and i got um a couple of my uh brothers here uh adam kobe and josh and we uh picked a house right next to one of the local shuls and the rest is history we opened the house on october 1st we had our first event just a week after that. That's where I met this guy over here. And yeah, and now we've been having, we do five events every month. We're uh, going to be starting our third month of events here in December. We'll be doing some kick-ass Hanukkah events. Um, and yeah, man, that's, that's kind of how it all started and why we did it. 
Dude, that's amazing, man. I, I got to say, you know, to have so many events. So I went to, you have one on how to keep uh, a kosher home. So you have Rabbi Cutler come in, gave yeah. a demonstration, you know, how to clean your oven and like the history behind it of kosher and uh, what is kosher. And it was just so cool because we were able to debate with him and at the same time learn and grow, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. And also, I got to say, for people that don't know, our boy Noah is the DJ. So my boy has been performing. Sometimes he'll have a little get-together. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'll be seeing him, I, you know? And, you know, it, it's amazing, brother. You know, all, all my people want to know, are, are you going to perform at the Hanukkah party at your place? That That's what they're trying to find out. <laughs> oh, bro. Of course. What? Yeah. So yeah, I so some of the events I'll, I'll DJ, but sometimes I'll just like throw on a Spotify playlist because I like to you know hang out too. But definitely for the Hanukkah party, we'll definitely be DJing. I might get one of my other friends for her uh, to come help DJ too. So we'll do a little a little back to back session. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, dude, of course I'm gonna be DJing the Hanukkah party, no doubt, no doubt, dude. <laughs> I just had to find out. I just had to ask, man, because you know yeah. I, I'm I'm so proud of you, brother, because. I remember when we were talking and you were like, man, I want to get back into the DJ, into that, Mm -hmm. you know, that life, you know, I still have it in me. And I said, man, you know, keep it up, Uh, you know, just just keep practicing and and it's going to happen. Then you reach out to your friend, the one you're talking about, and -hmm. you start going and performing at Fremont Street, which which is amazing. That's a big like youth. That's a lot of youth. And I told you, like, bro, that's good. You're like, man, I, I performed it. It was fun. It was nice. And I said, man, you, you never know when you do grow and become this big star, you'll be representing our Jewish people. So I, I think it'll be amazing, brother. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like, one of, like, my biggest role models for DJing, I would say, is Justin Blau. And he's, uh, I don't know, a lot of people don't know who he is, but in like the DJ community, people do know who he is. And he's local here in Las Vegas and he's Jewish too. And he like went to high school out here and like he was, uh, he participated in the Jewish community a little bit also. Um, but so he's kind of like a big inspiration for like helping like, you know, boost the Jewish DJ community here in Las Vegas. You know what I mean? So, you know, shout out, shout out to Blau if, he, if he's ever watching or if he ever gets a hold of this, you know for inspiring me to help, you know, push this forward, especially like on the Jewish side of things, which is a huge inspiration. But yeah, man, just this girl came into my life and she just like been helping me do all of my DJ stuff and just really helping me like open up that creative outlet for myself. And it's just, it's been great, man. And, you know, I've been practicing a lot more lately. Like I got my laptop sitting on top of my controller right now because I don't want to move it off my desk. Um and yeah man just been practicing a lot hopefully you can be booking some more gigs soon you know uploading stuff to soundcloud uh yeah man it's just it's been a journey but like it's i'm excited to like get back into it for sure it's been it's been really really i've missed it a lot i didn't realize how much i missed it until i played my gigs a couple weeks ago I, like i was so so nervous getting up getting up there like i was practicing all day the day before and i was just like dang, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know what the, I, like, I haven't used this equipment before and I get behind there and I, I touch the decks. I'm like, oh no, I got this guys. This is so easy. And then I just freaking went for it. So yeah. 
Wow, brother. Yeah. And what's your mentor's or what your friend's name? Because she just followed me like yesterday on Instagram. So Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh step, oh step. Her, her DJ name is Glitter Glitch. Uh, but her uh her name is Karamia. She's uh she's great. She's she's young, she's going to UNLV right now, but she's absolutely a ph she's a phenomenal DJ. She doesn't give herself enough credit, but I'm gonna give it her all the credit right here, right now. She kicks butt at DJing. She's so, so good. Um, and it's really good to have someone who's like really, really talented, like helping mentor me and help me get back into it and everything. I love that, brother. I love that. I think like us as young men, we all look for mentorship, you know, um, in order for us to grow, we need that person to kind of like push us, you know, like, hey, you got this, you know, you can keep going. And I think it's a beautiful thing, brother. And also, I got to say, man, like, it's interesting, you know, being in your home and going there so much. I feel like all of you guys, you, Kobe, Adam, Joshua, you guys all have like a different personality. But each one of you guys have a special gift. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like one of you guys are really into history. Uh, one of you guys are like into like you know so many different aspect jewelry so it's just so cool that you guys all bring something new and i feel like that's mm -hmm. why you have a lot of knowledge because you like to pick people's brains you know <laughs> yeah yeah i know for sure i almost to a fault i like to do that i just like to i want if someone's an expert at something or really really good at something i want to know everything that they possibly know about it you know is that because I, I i know i'm like a lifelong learner like i dropped out of college you know, so I didn't finish going to school because it just wasn't for me and due to other circumstances. And so, but I've never given up my desire or like thirst for knowledge or learning more things. So if I find someone who's an expert in something, I don't care how old they are, how long they've been in the industry. If they're doing something that's specialized that I'm not doing, I want to know everything that they know about it. It almost to a fault because the kid's annoying for some people, but I don't care. I, I still want to know. I, I want to get all the secrets, man. <laughs> I like that. I like that, brother. No, man, it, you, you're good people, man. I got I got to be honest. I do remember, too, when you and I, we, we just finished studying a class with Rabbi Math, his first class teaching Talmud mm -hmm. to both of us. And it was very nice. He gave like the backstory. And then afterwards, we're like, hey, let's hang out. And so we went to the bar dope spot in vegas and you know we got you know you know a couple of drinks you know here and there you know and, and we we chopped it up and it was so cool because you know sometimes it's, it's like work like you could work so hard and you're just tired but sometimes you just need your friends to be there for you and just you know forget about reality because you know the bills are coming up but you're like i i can i can get to that later you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah 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 for sure yeah, we went. There's just a bar right down the street from the shul. I think you, me, and Adam went afterwards, and we just like chopped it up for do a couple of hours. We were there for a while, just like getting to know each other's backgrounds and stuff, learning about like your shul in Chicago and like you know your whole story about you know that, which is an awesome story. I'm sure your listeners have heard that story before. If not, you should definitely tell it because it's a great story. Um, and yeah, just kind of like going over like our Jewish background and stuff like that too. Is I don't know. The class was real inspiring. I I like learning Talmud. I love learning with Rabbi Matt too. That guy is that guy is genius. So uh, yeah, man, that 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 was a good time. That was a good time. I enjoyed that a lot. We gotta do that more. 
Oh yeah, for sure, bro. I'm I'm gonna go for sure this Thursday. Uh, like I I can't miss it. Hopefully he he said he was flying in, so he said depending on what time he gets or arrives, he'll let us know if right. he's still gonna have it. But I really hope he does because last week we were just learning about um if something drops. This is what you miss, brother. I'm just trying to catch you up. Oh yeah. Basically, if you drop an object, uh, and it's scattered, like how much like of our ammos ammos is like feet for us right this is four right or, so he was explaining how how should we know if we should take it for ourselves and there's like different process right it was right, like right, right yeah you know what i'm saying you gotta call see hey is, is this belongs to somebody but it was just so tense bro like I felt like my brain was working so hard because I was like, man, it's so complex. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know, but it's so cool because Rabbi Meth was just breaking it down. Like he'll say it in Aramaic, like the what's happening, and then he'll ask us, "Hey, what's this mean?" I'm like, I don't know what it means. And then we asked, there was a guy next to me. I forgot his name. What's that guy's name? I always forget. He's always like, he's always smiling. Remember that day when we went? He went to your house. And he was just out of it. He's like, I need some. Oh, food. a deer. A deer. A deer. So it yeah. didn't know Hebrew like really well. And so mm -hmm. there's some words that are similar to Aramaic and it has a different meaning. But I was like, man, this homie's smart too. And I was like, okay, all right. I was like, man, I don't know what. When, when Rabbi Matt asked me a word, I was like, I don't think I know that word. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, Rabbi yeah. Matt, you tell me. <laughs> but it's, it's pretty cool because we have like a, a different group, you know, every. Every one yeah. of us came from a different state or is a local, like Noah is a local. And, and Noah, I, I got to ask you, brother, you know, so everybody yeah. to know you a little bit more. Tell us about what, um, like a little bit about your background, your family, you know, because I, I remember you were talking a lot, you know, growing up here in, in Vegas, like uh, your school and, and everything. Sure. So I was actually not born in Vegas. I was born in Redondo Beach, California. Um, and I moved here when I was about three years old, but I have family out there or used to have family out there. So I would travel back every summer anyways. Um, but both of my siblings were born out here. Um, and I went to a Solomon Schechter day school uh, here in Vegas from second grade into until fifth grade. And then I went to uh, another private Jewish day school from sixth grade until I graduated high school called uh, the Adelson Educational Campus. Um, so I basically been immersed in the Jewish community my entire life, to say the least. Um, but it was really great because at Solomon Schechter, I uh, was able to the curriculum was really, really, um, really heavy Hebrew based. So half the day was Hebrew studies um, and incorporated that was like studying Parsha and Chumash and all the holidays um, and things like that, along with like studying the actual language, the Hebrew language. And the other half of the day was, you know, secular studies, English, math, science, reading, writing, you know, um, recess, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then when I went to Adelson, it was a bit more of a secular education with like a, a dash of Judaism. I would like to, uh, I like to call it. So like we did have mandatory Hebrew class and mandatory Judaics class every day. Um, and then once we got to high school, it was more just, um, we had freshman year, you have to take a Judaics class and then senior year, you have to take a class on Israel. Um, but other than that, 
uh, Hebrew and Judaics are a, an option to take, but there's still like a lot of like Jewish culture incorporated into the um, the wider school community and things like that. Um, all of our lunch was glot kosher uh, served. So no, we weren't allowed to bring lunch to school. We had to like get lunch at school. Luckily, like included in tuition, we didn't have to pay for lunch, which was, you know, Baruch Hashem, you know, like a good thing. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Um, do Kabbalah Shabbat every single uh, Friday. Um, and it was just, I don't know. I don't really know anything different is, is the thing. Um, my mom's, my mom was not Jewish, um, but she, her and my father raised both me and my siblings, uh, Jewish, uh, but my mom's side of the family was not Jewish. So I did have, um, a decent exposure to, uh, they're actually, uh, believe it or not, they're actually Mormons, my mom's side of the family. Um, they, they all converted to Mormonism, um, pretty, pretty young because my mom's grandparents were Mormon. Um, but my mom and my mom's parents were not affiliated with the church at all, but her sisters were. So uh, my aunts and my uncles on my mom's side and all my cousins uh, grew up in the church. So I was exposed to a lot of different ideas um, growing up, which was very, very useful, I think. And it taught me a lot about, you know, uh, understanding where different people come from for their religious beliefs and whatnot. And I also, you know, there's not a big Jewish community here in Las Vegas too. And so there's a lot of uh, a private um, Christian and Lutheran schools here. And so all like the private school kids would all kind of like hang out together, even though, you know, we're all kind of spread out and different and whatnot. So I was exposed to a lot of different ideas um, there as well. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like my background with Judaism and stuff like that. I had my bar mitzvah. Um, I grew up mostly conservative uh, Jewish. Um, but after my bar mitzvah, I kind of, kind of like a lot of conservative Jews after their bar mitzvah, they kind of just step away for a little bit. They don't really aren't too involved in the community too much because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of stuff involved in the conservative community to like keep young people in. There are like youth groups and things like that. And I did do um, I did BBYO from eighth grade until I graduated high school in twelfth grade. Um, but that wasn't affiliated with the shul or anything like that. That was kind of like an independent organization. So I wasn't like coming to the shul to do programming or events or anything like that. We would usually we would usually do them at my high school, to be honest, or at the local JCC. Um, so, but you know, once I got to college, I started to get more involved with Chabad. Uh, Rabbi Svi Bronfstein, who does runs the Chabad at UNLV, the local university here in Vegas. Um, that guy is a mensch to say the least i love that man with my whole heart he's so great um uh, so i definitely got more involved with the chabad and just like becoming like definitely more traditional in my observances um in my understanding and my uh reference for the uh, the, the spiritual observances in judaism and things like that um so i definitely am more involved in the uh, orthodox community than uh, i am in the conservative community it's just conservative is just not my flavor of Judaism anymore. You know, I've kind of uh, grown to have uh, more respect for the traditional observances that uh, mainstream Orthodoxy and Chabad uh, usually practice and things like that. So, like that's kind of my my journey with Judaism a little bit with a little 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 side quest of like learning about different things. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's that's where I'm at with my Judaism at the moment.
I love it, brother. I love it. I, I think it's beautiful what you said, how you transitioned from, you know, being conservative and being more orthodox and learning the ways of, you know, because the thing what people don't know is that the orthodox community, it's a very structured way of life. Um, you know, you study Chumash, Parsha, you also study uh, Gemara, the Talmud, and it's more deeper. You know, there's a lot of complexity that we don't understand about the Torah and the Talmud mm -hmm. helps us understand those issues that are not being, you know, um, answered. I think that's that's the beauty about it. It's the oral law. And um, I, I got to say, too, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think, you know, for me, my experience you know, I, I grew up both sides, you know, conservative and orthodox. And, you know, a lot of my family members, they were conservatives. And uh, some of my my people that I consider very close are like orthodox. It's two different worlds. Don't get me wrong. You know, um, yeah. you know, in, in conservative way, you can drive on Shabbat. You can, um, you know, I had some friends that don't keep kosher. So it's a it's a little different. It's a little more lenient. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I love them both, but you're absolutely right. I think the Orthodox has just um a lot of things of history that we can learn from, you know. So I think it's a beautiful thing, brother. And I I'm so happy, you know, you were able to to be here, share some love, some some history. I got a little, I got a little, you know, I you know, I share a little, got a little philosophical know. there with me, dude. I'm a gangster, you know. What I'm <laughs> Oh, man. Well, brother, let me wrap it up, guys. This is the Outlet to Reality, the holiest podcast in Vegas and Chicago every Tuesday. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Y'all know where to find me. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, the Outlet to Reality. My TikTok is at Yakov28, and my Snapchat is Take One Pass It. And Noah, where can my fans find you? Yo, you can find me on Instagram at Lord underscore Weller 11. Uh, that's my Instagram. That's mostly where I'm at. I don't, I'm not a big social media person, which is a problem if I'm starting to get my DJ stuff. So more socials to come, but that's where you can find me on social media at Lord underscore Weller 11. You can find me on Instagram there.